the blast from our past network. Codrod? Codrod! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! No good for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back because we love Seinfeld. You love Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld, baby. I'm Adam. I stole your baby. (laughs) I'm Adam. (laughs) And I'm Corey, baby. That's right. And today we are talking season six, episode seven, The Soup. It first aired on November 10th, 1994. Corey, my man. Please give us a synopsis. That's right. The Soup. The first appearance of the Soup Nazi. Just kidding. Not. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Oh, God. There's a 90s blast from the past for you guys. All right. The Soup. No Soup Nazi, but we do have Kenny Banya. Kenny Banya offers Jerry an Armani suit in exchange for a meal, but insists that soup doesn't count. Uh-huh. That was uh, the shortest synopsis yeah. <laughs> they've ever done. And really didn't mention much about a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, and that's okay. Like any I of think the, the writer sto- that day was was just clocked out, I guess, for that one. Must be. Speaking of writers, uh, I noticed the name on the writer of this one uh, was Fred Stoller, who uh, this was his first episode writing for Seinfeld. He only wrote one other episode for Seinfeld, and that was uh, The Face Painter. Um, you know, which is definitely going to be putty, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, but Fred Stoller, you might reckon I recognized him immediately because you see him and he's like a character actor. You've seen him in tons of different things. I remember him best only because uh, Blast from Our Past recently recorded and um, we're, we're dropping. We've recently dropped an episode on Dumb and Dumber uh, when like the assassin guy was on the phone. And this annoying guy outside kept talking to him, telling him to get off the phone, get off the phone. He was just, he's just kind of a nerdy looking kind of guy, um, but he gets punched in the face. But anyway, I, I can almost guarantee most everybody out there has seen him in something. He's, he's been in Seinfeld. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he, he, what, what was his thing in Seinfeld? He was always depressed. I think, uh, Elaine was going to date him, but yes. he was depressed, um, and it's funny, and I think he was also on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond as as a character. Yeah, um, a, a I remember him also from Scrubs. He was in Scrubs for yeah, a couple episodes. But I always, I, I didn't know he was also a direct or a writer, I should say, yeah. um, because I always just know him as that that guy from Seinfeld. Oh uh, yeah, actually, he'll be um, he'll be in a couple episodes. So he he makes a cameo in the Face Painter, and then he's in the Secret Code, which I don't remember off the top of my head but so yeah we haven't gotten to those episodes yet but he will make an appearance yeah awesome good call dude i did not even notice his name cool 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 uh all right let's get into the episode we'll start our breakdown and per usual we have got a stand-up this one on uh kind of being the third wheel (laughs) this one is really really this one's a good one this one's really on point uh you have a close friend and they get involved with someone in a relationship it affects your friendship, doesn't it? Because it's like you were a comedy team, and now there's the third person. You know, it kind of throws off the timing. Who's on first? I don't know. Uh, dear, who do you think is on first? <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. In fact, whenever a friend of mine starts with a new girlfriend, we should just say, 
I look like the person you used to know, but I've been modified to survive in this relationship. In other words, if we're having an argument and she's there, I may say I totally disagree with you, but what that really means is I'd like to help you out, but I'd rather continue seat, but I'd rather continue to see her naked. I think that one's pretty applicable. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely truthful, but you know, yeah, I mean, it's funny because yeah, sorry, like when you're starting dating somebody and you fall in love with them and you marry them or whatever, the buddies just come second. That's just how it goes. And, yeah. and you're going to not see that friend as much. And you're, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, have some different takes, especially they're going to act differently towards that person because they want to keep having sex with that person. Of, of course. course, that of is course. true. And, and I'm lucky that my wife gets along so well with my friend group. But man, I dated uh, one young lady when I first moved to L.A. And we were cool. Like, it was totally fine. And then the instant she met with, like, my friends, she became a different person and completely clammed up and, like, didn't say anything. And it was so awkward for everybody. And I was like, what? what? You know, like, it was like a mm-hmm. night and day sort of switch. And I was like, well, this is weird. And then we just, we had to break up because, I mean, you can't be that standoffish with my friends. You have to make an attempt, you know. Yeah, true. Exactly. Like when social interactions are going to happen and as long as, you know, they do exactly make an attempt, then that's that's what matters. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I've, I've dated introverts. I'm married to an introvert. Um, but like when she's around people, she knows what to do. Of course. And she's not bad with people at all. She's good no. with people. Okay. Ke- Keisha's yeah. great with people. Keisha's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and you guys all know because yeah. Keisha was on uh, the was on Cartwright of Seinfeld podcast when Adam had COVID for that's, a month. <laughs> that's right. Ah, oh, dude, remember that? that oh. <laughs> Speaking of, I've got, I've got, I signed up for my our, our, our first vaccine coming up this Saturday, which makes me very happy. Good, good. Yeah, we uh, yeah. we are still waiting for ours, but I uh, we'll get it soon. We'll get it soon. Yeah. All right, getting into the actual episode, we start off at Monks. Jerry and George are there. Uh, they're ordering a meal. George is very much flirting with this new waitress. Uh, George thinks, you know, maybe that she sees something in him. And I like Jerry's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> and, I think, and I like how you said new waitress, new it, to monks, yes. but not new to Seinfeld. Because and actually, this... not, probably not even new to monks, because I think she, she we do see her sitting in the diner at monks <laughs> I earlier. So. I think so. But this is fucking Marlene, dude. Yes, from a season two, episode one, yep. the ex-girlfriend. And most people might know her from her terrible southern accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she had in that episode. Um, she doesn't have that at all in this one, but yeah. But her very, very short hair, um, you really can't really tell it's her at all. I think I, I, not I think, I prefer the long hair. I think yeah. she's far more, but, but she's still an attractive person. Yeah, and she's a very George beautiful is, woman. It's yeah. funny because she was dating George in that, in that episode and then switched over to Jerry. Uh, and then here, George is flirting with her again. So yep. I guess he, he has a type. <laughs> it's the same person. So yeah. All right, Elaine comes in. Uh, she was apparently in England with Mr. Pitt for five days. And yeah, this was really weird to me because she walks in and George was like, huh, you're in England? And she's like, yeah, with Mr. Pitt for five days. As if we would have known, as if that George and even us, the audience, should have known that. But that wasn't a thing. That wasn't no. like set up at all. So like, that, I don't know, that just felt weird. Yeah, and, and it felt like, because, you know, they have to introduce her, her boyfriend, where he came from, it felt like that dialogue of George asking that was for the audience to, like, know. Like, it was yeah. it was very, very forced, because, come on, George would know that his friend is is in England. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, could have done a simple, like, hey, welcome back, Lainey. Yeah, uh, yeah right? That's and, it. And that would have, you're like, okay, maybe that wasn't wouldn't be as exciting, but I'd be like, well, that would sound more natural, you yes. know? 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as you mentioned, she is dating an Englishman and she's flying him out. Uh, so, yay, she's going to have this guy that she really connected with out there. And then Kenny Banya pops in. It's our first sighting of Kenny Banya. Oh, God, it's it's fantastic. Although it is weird that he doesn't say gold in this episode when all of us like <laughs> literally it's all we That's know amazing. from Kenny Banya. But uh, I as annoying as he is, he's always been a character that I liked. But I should say I like to hate because he is annoying as fuck. He's terrible yeah. in this episode he now, is. Granted, he's absolutely horrible later on like when he has like the gold jerry gold he's just he's just trying to be him and he's annoying yes but he's not a a bad person in this episode he's a fucking dick yeah he is he really is so all right but you can immediately see that he he annoys jerry you know and <laughs> jerry's jerry is not a fan of banya uh but Banya has this Armani suit that doesn't fit him anymore because he's at the gym getting swole, uh, as he put it. <laughs> well, it's funny because he he didn't say swole, but we know like yeah. nowadays that that's what it means. But he's like, yeah, I went from a size 40 to a 42. I'm huge. I'm huge. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you just got fatter? Is that what happened? Yeah. That's, how it is. that's how it is with us. But for yeah. other people, maybe they're actually, you know. And, and Mac from uh, Sonny. Uh, he's yes. putting on mass. <laughs> True. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Accumulating mass. That's all, that's all the thing is. That's what I t- I'm going to tell people. Exactly. No, I'm not uh, I'm not just getting fatter. I'm, I'm accumulating mass. That's what it is. You Exactly. You bulk and bulk and bulk, and then you have a cutting phase. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Just, oh, my God. I'm that... just doing a bigger and bigger bulk, you know, than, than, than I originally was planning. I, I love Fat Max season of Sunny. The best. That is, I think, my favorite <laughs> season of Always Sunny for sure. Uh, all right. So Jerry does accept the free suit, but he's actually does so pretty reluctantly. I think you can immediately tell he's like, I don't want to owe this guy something. Yes. And he knows some the other shoe's going to drop eventually. Yeah. So uh, Jerry urges George to ask the waitress out, you know, because... She made him a special meal and everything, you know? She's, she's There really was legit flirting going on between the two. Yeah, there was. So, there definitely was. Yeah. So um, Jerry sends him, you know, back in to, to do this. And I saw, like, a weird smile at a Jerry or something. Like It's almost like he was about to crack, you know, like, like actually lose his, uh, you know— uh, his acting chops right there and then bust out laughing. But the, like the whole scene when, when they're outside the yeah. outside of monks and George is like, you can't see me back in there. I'm, you know, like if I get shot down, I'll have to crawl out and it's horrible mm-hmm. to go like something like the, the go back in is, is the hardest thing to do. And mm-hmm. I will say it is, I had to do it. I did it once. I mean, I didn't oh. have to, obviously I chose to, I did it once. I went back in to go get the number and, uh, I failed miserably, and I had to walk out, crawl out of there like George uh, was fearful of. And it was a restaurant that was close to my apartment, so I could never eat there again. Uh, yeah. 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 So I, this this episode is very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Fair enough. That's. Uh, <laughs> I understand George's pain, dude. We've all we've all uh, asked out and been been shot down. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah. But being going back in is really the uh, you had your shot. Yeah, um, but yeah. Yep. Well. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. And it's funny because I don't think I've seen this episode, you know, or at least I paid attention to it since that event happened. And granted, that event was a long, like a while ago before I was married to my wife. But now oh, it you, just you didn't, didn't ask this, this person out yeah. like last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what <laughs> kind of relationship you and my had. <laughs> but now that I'm watching this episode, I'm like, now, and I have that experience under my belt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, this was clearly written by someone like me who's has this experience under yeah. their belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, at Jerry's apartment, uh, Kramer is getting rid of his fridge because he has a kidney because of kidney stones, um, and he wants fresh fruit. So, oh, I didn't realize that this was tied to the kidney. I didn't hear that. Um, that yeah, this yeah. Was he like said he said because of my kidney stone. So ah. it was a nice little callback yeah. to that kidney stone episode that you know of him screaming uh, that that whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's what he said because of the kidney stone. I wanted. So there you go. One little like nice little um, reference. Okay. Something we've already seen. Uh, Banya comes over to drop off the suit and Kramer's all like, oh man, here's this great Armani suit. He doesn't want anything for it. And then Kenya's like, okay, you know what? Yeah, you can take me out to dinner sometime. Oh, shit. So now Jerry is going to owe him something. Well, uh, you know, yeah, but it's also not the worst deal in the world for a free Armani suit. No, not at all. I would take that in a heartbeat. Exactly. I mean, I would take this deal in a heartbeat, not the deal that it morphs into <laughs> a la... <laughs> this Allah deal Darth- is getting worse all the time. Yeah, I thought, you're, Allah, you trying to get to Lando? Yep, Lando and Darth Vader and Empire Strikes Back. It I'm just so, keeps I, getting worse. I knew you were getting there, so I just had to drop the line. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. Uh, uh, but, I mean, we can't do 93 episodes of this show together and not be in sync on these things. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. And now, back to the show. Uh, All right. George comes up, and uh, he did get a date with the waitress. So unlike Corey, (laughs) the walk back in actually worked for him. Awesome. So... All right, Elaine uh, is with her British guy, and he's a dick. Absolute dick. Yeah. I mean, he's just, like, ignoring her or just, like, yeah. You know, he calls her, oh, where I come from, we don't use these words. You know, we say pardon instead of what. Like, fuck you. You're not in where you come from, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I I do not like him whatsoever. No, I mean, then obviously that's the whole point. I, yeah, and the whole obviously joke. the actor is doing a fine job, yeah. but oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I hate, I hate that character <laughs> with a passion. Yeah. All right. So George and Kelly, who's the waitress, uh, you know, they're on a date. Um, you know, seemingly kind of going well. Uh, he's actually, you know, a decent person. He seems like a decent guy, not caring about. You know, he's he's very un-George on this part. Yeah. But uh, then. I guess it's not going well enough for her or maybe or whatever, because she just casually mentions something about her boyfriend. 
and it's like, oh shit. Okay. And that's a nice little funny little line of he steps in shit. And she's like, oh, I think you stepped in it. And he's like, yeah, I sure did. Right. Um, because uh-huh. cause the whole the whole thing is he was talking Ma- about manure, how yeah. it's a, it's not a bad word. And, you know, and, and if that is the reason that she kind of swerved, come on. Like, he, that's, that's, yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that small talk. Like, yes, that's awkward. The whole manure thing, it is awkward. But we've all done awkward small talk on a first date because you don't know what else to fucking say. If she can get past bald, short, not particularly attractive George, and that is the line that like takes it over the edge, that seems seems weird because that was not like that was just kind of like a uh-huh, this is kind of a weird weird guy kooky, uh, but it wasn't it wasn't weird. It was obviously yeah, just nervous talk. Yeah, and and now that we've started digging into curb your enthusiasm on our mm-hmm. Patreon page, uh, the whole manure thing, the, like the wording of it, uh, man, that is so Larry David to me. Just like yeah. the, what he's talking, like how awkward the situation is and everything. But it's also it is also nice. Uh, you know, as a segue into Curb, like it is also nice watching that show now with you because I do realize that, yeah, George Costanza is not exactly Larry David. He mm-hmm. is his own character. And when I was younger, I always just assumed he was an exact representation of Larry David. But no, he's he's not. He is his own character, but with strong Larry David vibes. Yeah, I would say Larry David is a worse person, yes. uh, at least in Curb. And like I... Uh, me and George, I could be friends with him at some point. You know, yeah. I think there's enough about him. Larry David. I would have really struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, dude. Me too. <laughs> oh my God. But if anybody wants to listen to me and Corey talk, curb your enthusiasm. Check out our Patreon exclusive show called Car Ride Presents Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, for only five dollars a month, you can get two episodes of Curb every single month that we are bringing to you. Um, and yeah, check it out. I, it's really fucking awesome. If you enjoy us talking about Seinfeld, I think you're gonna enjoy us talking about Curb. And with that $5, you also unlock our complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, every single episode from the pilot all the way up to the current ones, all ad-free, and we usually drop them for our Patreons about four or five days early, too. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of, uh, you get a lot of content and a lot of stuff for uh, just $5 a month, and you go and you help your support your two favorite podcasters. Yeah. Because we're your fi- favorites, right? Please? I, I hope Please so. Please, God. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so, yeah. So, George and Jerry kind of talking about the, his whole situation. Um, I would have to say I kind of agree with George about, you know, if you're asking out someone, there is an, an intent that, you know, they like you and they're wanting to, you know, see if there's more to it. Um, not about this whole boyfriend thing. Uh, and then they have a whole debate on if George actually asked her out or not or if he was just asking for a friend. I mean, I would say it's, it's a fairly... It's common obvious. knowledge is yeah. a social knowledge that you people have. Like when you're asking, Hey, even, Hey, do you want to go for a walk sometime or something? If he said or something or not, I would say there is still an implication. Do you want to spend physical time next to me and just me? Meaning, you know, there is the implication of, Hey, I'd like to see if, you know, there could be more. Yeah. And, and we're still, and we're also at, by the end of this episode, not entirely sure if she does have a boyfriend or not. But yeah. like, if she does have a boyfriend, I don't think she does. But if she did, I mean, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't do this. You wouldn't go on this date if you did have a boyfriend. So, so it is a date. That that's that's yeah. where I come from. Exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, if she had a boyfriend, then the forthright thing to I think is to mention is like. Hey, you know, I'd love to hang out as friends just so you know I do have a boyfriend. Right. And, you, then, and if George would say, hey, I'd still love to go for a walk, then boom, he just wants to be friends. Yeah. Or he ex- should just want to be, or he's, you know, willing to try to 
be a friend or just stay in in the background and be a friend until hopefully you break up with your boyfriend and then you can swoop in uh, that is definitely a thing that some guys do too yeah yes it's, <laughs> it's a thing a lot of guys do uh, i've been guilty of that in my younger years as well oh, and yeah. guess what spoiler alert did not go as i intended so it, it never does yeah never we've all does. we've all kind of like you know tried to stay close with people uh you know hoping oh maybe i can swoop in once they're single um, and yes, yeah, it's just not, that's <laughs> a dumb way to go about setting up a relationship. Yeah. That was back when I did not have as much confidence as I do now. Yeah. And yep. now it's moot because I'm married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't, exactly. isn't that ironic? Don't you think? It's <laughs> a little one. too Good ironic. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. But, but so Jerry does get to yeah. the point of yes. the manure that's discussion right. and everything. And yeah. I, again, towards the end of the episode, but like, we're talking about it now, but like there is still no conclusion to this. I mean, there sort nope. of is, but really not. That was one of my issues with this yeah. episode was that there was really no closure on this whole George and uh, Kelly, the waitress thing. Ke- Kelly slash Marlene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's, right, that's exactly. my problem. Yep. Jerry brings up the manure talk, brings up that maybe it was an audible on her part to kind of get out of the date. And he thinks that, yeah, the boyfriend is made up mm-hmm. in Pops Kramer. Uh, Kramer mentions he's dating a full-figured gal from Reggie's, who we do see. Interesting phrasing because you see her and I... She's I, a I, normal fucking yeah. woman. So, I mean, so this obvi- this is clearly like like kind of like old-school Hollywood, right, mentality and shit or whatever. Because, like, yes, yeah, Kramer's like, oh, she's full-figured. And then all the jokes around her are about how hungry she is. So when she popped yeah. in, my jaw hit the fucking floor. And I was like... And she's she's a fucking normal yeah. human woman. You know, I don't know why I didn't connect that, but you're right. The, the, all of those jokes that they kind of did was her over at his place, and he doesn't have a refrigerator, so she's hung and she's hungry and wants to eat it. I I didn't connect the full figured with her being uh, hungry. I always thought the hungry was because he didn't have any food yeah. and he didn't have a refrigerator. But you're right; they did tie that in, and she's not big, and she's not like. You know, she's kind of crass as a person. Yeah. Kind of, it, but, like, that's that's it, though. She is not, you're right, she is not a large person in the slightest. Not yet. Not even remotely. Not even a little bit overweight. She is a normal person. And yeah. I was like, wow, guys. Fucking wow. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, and this is our first mention of, like, Reggie's. I think this is the only mention of Reggie's, which I guess is just some other competing diner. Fuck Reggie's. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I You're a monk, monks for life. <laughs> yeah, dude, monks for life, baby. Yeah, we should get like a monk life tattoo, like how how Tupac had the thug life. We'll get monk life on our on our abdomens. You and, and it'll me, be baby. in the same font as Tom's restaurant. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Man, dude, I never realized how much you can actually see the word Tom's restaurant, like in, in uh, all these shots. You know, I didn't, didn't. I didn't really pay attention to it. Oh but, yeah. man. Uh, I would, I've been to New York, uh, twice and I never made the pilgrimage to Tom's. I should have. So my wife and I were going to have a New York trip last year. It was going to be a big thing. We were going to go to the oh. Ghostbusters, uh, yeah. firehouse. What, we were what happened? Go, we, <laughs> <laughs> we were going to go visit my mom, take the train, spend one night and do some stuff. And, and Tom's diner was, or Tom's yeah. restaurant was going to be one of them. And then the world ended. But yeah. that's not even the sad part. The sad part is I grew up a four hour train ride from New York and I've only been there once in my entire life. So oh, wow. that is the true sad thing about all of this. Damn, Corey. 
I know. I wasn't, you know what? I was not a terribly adventurous kid. And and it's not, you know, n- nothing to do with my friends, but my friend group, we were all kind of like a, a nerdy little group, you know? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, we just didn't do big event things like that. Like how, you know, some friend groups will do that. Like they'll orchestrate like a, a trip or something. We never really did that. We were more of like go to the movies and play video games at each other's house type of thing. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I'm not. It wasn't terribly different from that. Yeah, but you didn't. But you didn't live only four hours away from New York and never visit it once. <laughs> no, I, I grew up in Georgia, where like train rides to you know places that aren't are, that are pretty close. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, Banya calls Jerry uh, and invites him for the meal. Banya invites Jerry mm-hmm. for the meal at Mendy's. This is important to me. Yes. So they decide to go at Mendy's at 7 p.m. Uh, while they're there, Banya talks about, um, you know, the, his workout routine. Uh, he mentions to Jerry that he's got to get the swordfish. Um, and Jerry, I love Jerry's. I'll have the salmon. I mean, he just <laughs> does not, doesn't care for anything that comes out of Banya's mouth or any recommendation or anything. And, and maybe, and maybe one of the things I love about Banya is that we get to see this aspect of Jerry and it's, it is a different level of venom than he has for Newman. It's a mm-hmm. different kind. And I, I like, I know I love Jerry's hate of Banya. Yeah, it, you're right. It is as opposed to pure nemesis, because Banya's not a nemesis. Mm-mm. Because I would say there are times that Newman is equal to or bests Jerry. Banya is always beneath Jerry. I would say yes, and and absolutely Jerry. Well, Jerry believes he's above Newman, but Newman topples him at times and absolutely gets gets the upper hand. Banya doesn't really get the upper hand. He's just you know, I don't know. He's just he's just annoying to him and and jerry jerry 100 thinks he's above him and i think it also helps with newman like jerry is clearly the the leader of his group of friends and yeah. the same for newman like newman is the leader of his group of friends so it's almost like two two alphas kind you know in, in alphas these two nerd alphas i mean they're both nerds but the like most al- <laughs> but me, the alpha c of the two of them <laughs> it, it meeting together is i think what also makes the nemesis thing sort of happen too yeah. Yep. Uh, so as they're eating or as they're ordering, Banya says, uh, I think I'll just have the soup. I'll save the meal for another time. Fuck no. He invited Jerry. He called out this out. He made the time because he ate some hot dog earlier. That is bullshit. This is the meal and soup can be a meal. It's whatever. It I don't give a. I don't give a fuck if you just have water, bro. The yeah. it, here's the thing. The meal is us interacting yeah. together it, and sitting here. As Jerry says uh, with Elaine later, it's, you know, it, it's the time spent together. It is not yeah. what you're actually eating because after this, um, you know, him, Jerry and Elaine are all talking about like eh, a debate. It's kind of, I mean, kind of funny, but, you know, honestly, it's all bullshit because Banya is just a tool. Um, but they're like, well, what kind of soup did you have? Was it a thick one, like a chowder? Did they crumble crackers in it? Um, all this kind of stuff. It's like, but that's not really a discussion because Jerry is 100% on the right. It is the time together that makes it the meal. Uh, 100%. And even more so punctuated that Banya picked the time, picked the restaurant, and picked uh, just, you know, what we're, what they're doing and where they're going. All that kind of stuff. 
Invite. He did the invite. And picked the hot dog to shove into yeah. his fucking mouth. So, exactly. yeah, dude. And, I mean, I, from the get-go, I always, you know, believe Banya was wrong here. I didn't put together, like you just did, the fact that he was the one that actually made the time and the date. So it's doubly lame that he ate before that. Because he knew what was coming. It wasn't Jerry just... Yeah. Jerry didn't just spring it on him last minute. So, exactly. so Banya knew what he was doing because Banya idolizes Jerry to an extent. Yeah. And we see that later on, yeah. uh, you know, with the gold, Jerry gold stuff. Um, but here you kind of get, you get uh, inklings of that. Of he just, he just wants to spend time with Jerry because he likes him so much. Yeah. And obviously Jerry doesn't, doesn't reciprocate that. Um, so that's why he's trying to manipulate the situation to get more Jerry time, which is fucking tool bag thing to do. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Jerry meets the <laughs> Spe- British. Speaking of tool bag. Yeah. Speaking of tool bag. <laughs> Literally, my note is Jerry meets the British asshole. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. that's, all, that's all I wrote. Just fuck that guy. He fucking he asks Elaine for money, and then she doesn't have any. So fucking Jerry gives him twenty bucks, and he's like, yeah. "All right, I'm out." I'm like, "Fuck that it's, guy." And this is probably part of the comedy of Elaine is a I feel a strong, successful, independent woman who has strong moral beliefs, and you know, in being independent on her own. And then here she is being another manipulated by this fucking asshole because what? He's a good looking guy with a British accent. He's not even all that good looking. Yeah. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude. I so so it made, him, me, it made me think lesser every time she didn't just say fuck off. It makes me think lesser of Elaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think she's enamored with his good looks, but I I, I do. I do feel like she doesn't put up with his shit for too long in this episode. Now, People talk online no, about no, no, about, no, 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 bullshit, bullshit. Because by the end of it, he is the one who fucking ditches and walks away. She yeah. doesn't. She doesn't say. She doesn't. She'll talk to other people that she's pissed off, but to him, she doesn't. She doesn't tell him off. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. No, it's it's is. It's a weak showing for Elaine, yeah. uh, unfortunately. Um, but I was going to say, like, you know, like you always see online people talk about, like, Jerry's worst girlfriends or whatever. Man, I, I don't ever mm-hmm. see anyone talk about this as part of, like, mm-hmm. Elaine's worst fucking boyfriends on the show. Because he's he's so far of who we've seen, one of the worst. Yeah, I would agree. All right, and Monks, the waitress is just very harsh and um, distant, you know, from George. She is <laughs> not not showing him any love anymore. She's not making him a special sandwich any of that kind of thing. And this is why I couldn't set foot in that restaurant ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Hey, everybody. Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. And with me today in studio is co-host Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us 
and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. And now, back to the show. Uh, Banya, Banya comes out. Um, I do like when he comes in, they Jerry quickly is like, slide to the edge of the, of the booth. <laughs> so that way it looks like, he, so that way they can't, you know, trying to block him coming in. Uh, but he does anyway because he's Banya. <laughs> and I like so. how he's like, Jerry, do you wear the suit? I mean, it's been one fucking day. And Jerry's like, yeah, yeah I wore it last night. I, I wore it to bed or something like that. It was very good. And Banya's like, what? It's like, no, yeah. dude, come on. Just, come on, exactly. dude. Uh, so Banya's trying, you know, he's ordering a meal and Jerry wants this to count. Uh, Kramer comes in and tells George about uh, this, uh, the, his his waitress girlfriend telling him that, okay, this Kelly doesn't have a boyfriend. It's all made up. So, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause, so, yeah. So he, what was it? Uh, uh, they, Kramer asked his girlfriend, because I guess what, like, so like. Because the, the idea the is that all is the, because they're both waiter yeah, waitresses. They yeah. know each other. That yeah, was so fucking weird. <laughs> is, is there some kind of like. I mean, hey, uh, guys and gals out there who are waiters, um, is there is this common? Like, do 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 people from other restaurants like sort of because you're a waiter, you guys all gossip together? Like, I understand sometimes, like in uh, Thirty Rock, where like all the pages Mm -hmm. know things because they're all working in the same area and everything. Here, I didn't quite follow this logic, but yeah, okay. So apparently, yeah, Kramer's girlfriend over at Reggie's knows that she, Marlene or whatever her name is in this episode, does not have a boyfriend. Friend, which or right she does not have a boyfriend yeah. and that pisses yep. george off yeah of course of course um so all right uh elaine is pissed off about this english guy uh jerry gets a call from banya argues about you know the whole soup issue all that kind of stuff um jerry gives the british asshole the suit because he doesn't want it anymore he doesn't want to deal with it he doesn't want to deal with banya anymore so he gives the british asshole a suit banya then calls for the suit back which is not his suit anymore. Fuck you again, Banya, for trying to call and take this suit back. Yeah, no. And I love Jerry's like, nope, gave it away. He's like, yeah. ah, it's mine. He's like, nope, you gave it to me. I do love how Jerry does not back yeah. down here. True. Uh, absolutely. And Jerry's Jerry's in the right mm-hmm. pretty much the entire time. Yeah. Uh, Kramer pops in. Uh, he wants some food for Hildy again because she's a full-figured gal. Uh, <laughs> he he gets some. Uh, so, yeah, we do see her played by Linda Wallum. Um, she is actually a solid writer and producer. She was a executive producer on uh, that '70s show. Oh wow! On the show Nurse Jackie, she also did uh, multiple voices for like thirty-something episodes of Rocco's Modern Life. Holy shit! So she's very successful in her own right. Yeah, good for so. good for her. Yeah, and, and she's yeah. great here. She she's awesome in her role that she does. Yeah, her full figured role. Her full. <laughs> no wonder <laughs> just, fucking. W- w- no wonder fucking women have like. Body yeah. issues when fucking Hollywood tells them that, that this is a full-figured woman and it's, oh, it's just, just Jesus Christ. Just Jesus Christ. That's all. <laughs> all right. Uh, outside of Monks, George is afraid to go in, much like you. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he instead wants to go to Reggie's. Uh, Elaine mentions that they don't have a big salad. Uh, you know, cute callback to episode two of this season. Yeah. Because we know she likes her big salad. So George and Elaine do go to Reggie's. Hildy's there, and just everything is off. Yeah, everything you know, sucks at Reggie's. Yeah, it does. They have no – and Jerry. I mean, Jerry goes. Um, uh, they have no egg white omelet for Jerry. They have no big salad for Elaine. Uh, and no big no bowl real... to put two small salads in yeah. either. That's, that is really weird. Uh, and no real decaf for George. Um, they have Sanka. 
which I had to look up. I have heard of it. Sanka is an instant decaf coffee crystals. Yep. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it derives from the French word sans caffeine. Oh. Sanka. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the more you know. <laughs> so. All right. At, at the apartment, George is pissed about him not being able to go to monks. And so... Um, you know, so he wants to get the waitress fired so he can go back to his place. And Kramer comes in. And there again, no food. Hildy's mad. Uh, apparently, she got fired because Kramer kept calling and calling and checking in on her. So now this gives George the idea to do that to get Kelly fired. And it was great, dude, because I loved how Jerry just looks right over at George, points to him. George's like, yep, I got it. Like, I loved how in tune they were mm-hmm. with that right then and there, you know? And I also loved Kramer's shirt. It was weirdly not crazy like he normally wears, but it had some mm-hmm. one, like a pocket design that I really, really liked. It was a cool shirt. But I liked the most uh, how George and Jerry were in sync mentally on that right away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. At Monk's. Uh, Jerry and Elaine discuss the whole British guy situation and they call him, oh, he's a bounder. Yeah. Uh, That was his nickname. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I don't even know what a bounder is. This was the most forced writing in the entire fucking episode. And I hated that discussion. Like, why even throw this in there? Yeah. Yeah. It's just to kind of give him like a name now, like a catchphrase name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But no one remembers the bounder. No, (laughs) no, no. Yeah. Uh, we also get some interesting and completely unnecessary bit about the waitress is about to leave because someone's buying her handbags or some shit like that. Yeah, the clips um, that she yeah she made these clips. Clips, that she whatever the to. fuck it is. Yeah, she was talking to George about him. She's like, oh, but they're it, doing kind of well. But it doesn't it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. There's no reason to it because what was the point of that? Because, I, other other than she's not going to be a waiter anymore, so that after this episode, George can come back to the yeah. But that's stupid <sighs> because. I guess I guess that's it. But like they, they they throw out waitresses all the fucking time. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So uh, what I would have liked is you know okay if she actually got fired and she's like well fuck it doesn't matter anyway I'm leaving. Um, but instead that does not that's not the case at all because you know she she the manager you know calls them out and he's she's like you know this guy's trying to get me fired. Um, and it's like. Well, what the fuck? Like, why does it even matter? Like, why did you tell us about that other thing if you don't really care if you're here or not anymore? So I did not like that, but I did like seeing the manager again. He yeah. didn't mention anything about condiments this time, though, which was good. <laughs> and so. it's funny because he, he knows George's name. He's like, because like, yeah. he knows them by name. Uh, truly, the only yeah, the only two good things that come out of this scene right here is A, seeing the manager, because I like that guy. I yeah. always like him. And B, seeing actually how big Monks' big salad mm. is. It bro, is huge. Bro. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, how the fuck? fuck is she gonna eat that that is a like it is a full salad in like a full salad bowl dude if she tries to eat that she's gonna crap herself halfway through the day from all that fucking fiber that's it's bigger than her head for sure it was madness including her big hair (laughs) yeah (laughs) well remember Uh, she has a big head too remember because yeah (laughs) a bird's gonna fly into it later (laughs) it's almost like he couldn't avoid it (laughs) uh banya comes in and as I mentioned, the manager gets the calls from George, all that kind of bullshit. Um, and he directs his anger at Jerry and Elaine. Uh, so and then the British guy comes in and things are really going well for uh, for him with this new suit on, uh, which then, you know, Kenny tries to get his suit back. 
uh, and you know they they send Banya out. Hey, you want your suit? Go get this guy. Um, so I guess there is. I guess she does kind of get back at him by pointing out that suit. But um, so he's off chasing him. It, but he, it sounds then, like Banya roughs him up too. I mean, it sounds like they get into a scuffle. Yeah, uh, I guess so. So I, I I was like, okay, I didn't really take Banya as being like overly aggressive in in sort of that way. You know? No. And it just it just also felt like just very little closure in my in my opinion from the Elaine and Brit guy like the, yeah. to me Elaine didn't step up to him and like put him in his place she sent weird Banya well Banya has been working out so I guess that's why he uh, can rough him up um, but it was just I don't know just didn't feel it didn't give me the kind of right closure that I think Elaine should have had to to really. You know, I don't know to improve her character on that, but yeah. Uh, Jerry and Elaine cheers their egg white omelet and big salad, and we have a little freeze frame. Ha 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 ha! Yay, cheesy freeze frame. Um, and George uh, is sitting at Reggie's alone, and it sucks <laughs> um, because you know he didn't want to go over to the other place, uh, which was fine. But at the same time, like I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. This I had some issues with this episode. It's- literally that phrase what you just said it's fine dot 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 i don't know pretty <laughs> much sums up this entire episode for me yeah um i didn't you know honestly when i was watching it i didn't find it to be as bad as as like the things that you pointed out and i think rightfully so uh problems i, I noticed the problems but i was like okay this is serviceable this fits like honestly i was gonna mm-hmm. put it Right in right in the proper middle that that you mm-hmm. always kind of talk about is the proper middle. But truthfully, dude, the fact that there's no conclusion for George and, and AKA Marlene, uh, Elaine Elaine did not come out pretty on this episode. She did not step mm-hmm. up. She didn't really do anything all that strong. And as strong of a woman as she is, I was expecting her to take less shit from this guy. And if he was gonna. Yeah. Make him better looking, right? Like, or something to make it more like yeah. why she would take so much shit from. Or put him. put some kind of emphasis on. Oh my god, I love his accent. I just love his accent. Something, something to make it why she is sticking around. Yeah, exactly. Something like, oh, it makes me melt or anything. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't care about that. Uh, the the George thing just it felt flat um you know jerry and banya were fine it was okay it was a fine introduction to banya we know where they stand now whatever i'm looking forward to 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 gold you know coming and everything uh kramer's stuff was fine too but yeah all in all man this i honestly didn't find this episode to be all that bad at first but i did find it to be forgettable and now after talking about it with you i find it to be bad and forgettable Mm. and oh boy i am gonna have to give this to normal female figures out of five (laughs) okay (laughs) um yeah so for this episode i like the callback to the big salad hey hey. um but to see the big salad yeah it's good to see it uh but elaine's whole british guy thing was completely superfluous uh just is unnecessary i did not need it um banya I like seeing Banya, but Banya was just so fully in the wrong the entire time. I kind of wish that they wrote it differently, and I think they would have been better off here because you see Jerry's disdain for Banya immediately and just throughout. And there is, it would have made much more sense to me if Jerry's annoyance for Banya got in the way of something. You know, like, they made Banya in the wrong 
the entire way. But I there, there should have been a point where it was like, no, Jerry is so annoyed by this guy. Jerry's getting in his own way for something. And it just it didn't it didn't feel like that was that 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 felt like a missed opportunity. Um, and it also just kind of I don't know. Jerry shouldn't be right all the time. These characters should be wrong for a bit. And they're they're fully flawed characters, our main four. Uh, and so I just it didn't it didn't honestly feel correct that Jerry was justified <laughs> in hating Vanya so much, but he was. I needed I needed some of that annoyance of him exactly to 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 fuck up Jerry's situation with it. I mean, he guess he got fucked up by not having an Amari suit, but he didn't even give a, give a fuck about the suit the entire time. So no, no. so anyway, I, I just didn't like that aspect. Um, I think when Banya comes back, he's done way better, uh, much more properly. Where it's just his annoyance is what's going is, is what gets in the way for Jerry. And you see, like even Banya comes a little bit more alive because, like you know, he um, you know, he 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 uses some of the material and uh, and things work out things he, he takes a spot and things are going funny for him um you know at times yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a back and forth where things sometimes things sucked um sometimes things were working good well so anyway i like to see more of a layered banya other than just the i'm a complete toolberg sorry it's a lot of banya talk um let's see no real closure with the waitress and george stuff i felt very little closure with elaine and the brit stuff um I'm surprised at how weak the episode was. I was expecting a better one for my, for the first Banya. Um, and I had this score written and I was expecting to, for my discussion to bring it up half a point and I was fully ready to, to change it to a half a point up higher, but I'm sticking to my guns on this one. And so I am giving this a 1.5 out of five Mendy's soups. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just thinking as you were talking, um, I probably would have given a 1.52, but the, the 0.5 for me, I, I do like the stuff that George is talking about, and it really, mm. that hit home okay. for me with the whole, like, going back in. <laughs> yeah. That whole thing sort of just hit home for me. I was like, you know what? And they, they did, like, everything that kind of panned out sort of panned out the way I, I expected it to. So I was like, okay. But, yeah, dude, this one was weak, man. And looking at our, our my my ratings, at least, man, this, uh, this season started out so strong and mm. has so far kind of plummeted a little bit right yeah. now um curious to see what yeah. our you know we're going to record another episode right after this curious to see what our score is going to be for there but man oh man oh man so yep. boy we're we're in a valley right now yeah uh, we'll see if we can dig ourselves out exactly exactly but you know what is never in a valley it's always in a peak that is the bfop network baby Woo! every single show on the beef up network I'm talking about a lot of stuff that you've known and loved for a long time. Blast from our past, podcasting of dark, talking back, throwback trivia takedown, other stuff. I don't know. I'm sure I'm missing. I know I'm missing one. Cartwright Assignment Podcast. That's us. That's <laughs> guess us. That's but us. there are two new shows Woo-hoo! to the Beef Up Network. You can go to beefupnetwork.com to check out links to uh, where to go and how to find everything. But these two shows, people don't forget a nostalgia cast with Scott Grimes. He's a very fresh podcast, but I really like what he's doing. He's a really good host. He uh, comes from the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, which is a great trivia podcast. 
when it comes to sports trivia. Um, but he loves his nostalgia, particularly like the early 2000s stuff. And he kind of goes year by year on a couple different subjects, which I really like. And then also action, action. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that, Corey. Yeah, yeah. Action, action, man. James, John, and Dustin, they've been doing it, I think, for pushing three years now. And they have about 150, almost 200 episodes, I think. Um, and they are just going through every single action movie ever made and putting it on the list and figuring out where they, it falls on the list. So the list is always growing and it's always changing, always evolving. And I think you can track the entire list over on uh, letterboxd.com. Um, you know, you can track all the movies and stuff like that over there. This is another social media outlet. But it's cool because they do have the full list and where the movies rank. And man, they, they just dropped a Starship Troopers episode last week that was really good. But yeah, just go through their catalog and cherry pick and see what, see what they got. And uh, But yeah, great stuff. Big things are happening at the BFOP network. You can find, like Adam said, you can find a link there and, and, and check out all the links to all the shows there. You can find a link to that in the show notes for this episode. Every single episode for Cartwright has the BFOP network link in the show notes. Please check out whichever you know shows, check them all out, but whichever ones you know look like they may interest you, go check them out. Our network is growing. It's a nostalgic-based network, and if you guys like what we do, I guarantee you're going to like a couple shows over there so check them out and uh until then we'll see you next week with the mom and pop store Hey, everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast.